0: Love Talk Radio. Welcome to Mama's Pearls. Hope everybody had a wonderful week. If you're just joining us, welcome. I am your hostess, Cynthia. And here at Mama's Pearls, we like to say that we take the most beautiful pieces of life and string them together. And um, and it's really Mama's Pearls is really a family brand that is meant to speak to, to a little bit to everybody in the family. Although I kind of stay biased towards speaking towards the mom from the mommy point of view but I just feel that um, that it's so important to give everyone in the family support and a little bit of guidance because so many people just feel like they get lost in, in the shuffle and we don't want that to happen. There's so many, each person in a family unit is so instrumental to the whole and we like to make sure that each person is taken care of. So what we usually do here in Mama's Pearls, I'll start off the um, the weekly discussions on Facebook with some with some quotes and some thoughts setting up the theme of the week, and then we post the Mama's Pearls blog, which I which I write usually on Tuesdays, and then um, we host the radio show, which is today, and I'm really excited about our our very special guest today, Liz Stern, who we will talk about in great detail in a moment, and then my best friend Melissa concludes the week with leaving you with some real good takeaways and. And, um, and little gems with her M's Gems blog. So we try and do a little bit of everything here. Last week was really exciting because um, Mama's Pearls was nominated for a, for a Blog Lux Award as Most Inspiring Blog. So thank you to everybody who did take the time to vote and support Mama's Pearls. I really appreciate it. And um, and I don't know what the results yet. We'll, we'll let you know. Even if we don't, it was really just so fun fun to, to be nominated and bug everyone to, to go on and vote. Um, last week, our, our topic was stepping stones, and the pearl of the week last week was a pathway to yourself, and you know when I think of stepping stones, you know, I'm just constantly thinking of you have to take, take a big step, land on one, feel out that surroundings, and then you go forward and you follow your path. And what it really brought up for me was in also connecting with, with Independence Day and the 4th of July and that whole celebration of your own spirit was the little steps that we do take throughout each phase of our lives to become more independent, which I really see as a true trigger to understanding yourself And what you like, what you don't like, what turns you on, what doesn't turn you on, as well as your own development. And we started it taking it through all the pathways of your baby steps, then your stepping stones, and then you get to the point where you're throwing stones. Then you get to the point where you're rocking out, and that's usually like in the college years. Then you have your big boulder years, which is obviously when you settle down and you're married. And then you have your little pebbles, is when the cycle starts again. But when you're in a different place, because now you're the parent and you have your little pebbles, which are your children. Um, Melissa and I were on the show last week, and my mom joined us to to put in to put in her little pearls of, of wisdom about development and independence. And when Melissa and I start talking, you know, it, it's really it's really hard for us not to go back to the time and the years where we where we first met in camp and um, and go through that that process of remembering and reminiscing and nostalgia, but also to to really see how vital camp was for both of us as far at, as far as giving us our independence and building a whole new new set of um, new set of skills for us to, to, to hone, and what what Gems focus on last week is really those skills that you do form in camp with your independence. And my one of my favorites that she says is is you know you learn diplomatic resolution. It's different when you're talking in your family structure than when you're talking in your camp structure with your bunk mates. You can't use the same negotiating tactics that you do with your mom as you do with your your friend when you're fighting over the the top bunk or when you're fighting over who's going to um, who's going to get what what job so her diplomatic resolution what we used to institute in camp is Rochambeau which is also known as rocks paper scissors so, these little, these little gems that she had just brought up so many so many memories for me, as well as for Melissa, and, um, and I really hope that you do go onto our, our website, www.mamaspearls.com, to check out both blogs, Stepping Stones, last week, as well as listen to the radio show um, that we did last week with Melissa and I, and then my mom chimed in at, like, totally the right moment um, here at blog talk radio and as always if you want to contact Melissa and I you can find us at Cynthia at mama's com or Melissa at mama's com we're both on Facebook you can find you could follow mama's pearls on Twitter at Syntweet. and the fun thing about blog talk radio is that they added a new feature to their um, to their offerings, their their product offerings and one of them is transcripts for the shows. So if you need to read me over and over again because the blogs aren't enough and listening to our, to us aren't enough, go ahead and purchase a, a transcript of any of the of any of the shows. And if you want to talk with um with myself and our special guest today, Liz Stern, you may you are more than welcome to do so. The number here is three four seven Three two seven nine four five zero. Now, when we left the stepping stones, I was really, really just, um, like I said, nostalgic, and just in this whole, this whole space of yes, you know, as we get older, we take new steps to to gain our independence, but we're not without, without support. And um, and I went to go see Toy Story this this past weekend, Toy Story three with my family. And there's a scene in the movie where, um, where, where Andy, the kid, is, is basically packing up his room and getting ready to go to college, and the mom is standing there with her son in an empty room, which used to be filled with all his childhood memories and all his toys and everything that made him, you know, his stepping stones to the man who he was about to become and going off to college. And in that moment where you're looking at this mom, looking around her, the room of her that's now empty of her boy you just totally connect with her especially as a mom and i'm sitting there with my two young young children you know my son to the right of me and my daughter on my lap and my my dad actually took us and i'm looking over at my dad and just you know feeling that whole cycle of life about letting letting your children go and then <laughs> And then cutting to the fact that I followed up Toy Story with going to a funeral, unfortunately. It was one of my friend's grandmothers. And the rabbi was really talking about the memories that, that we create, um, and that's really what, what gets passed down is the quality of the memories that you that you have and your family has. That's how you're remembered. And it, it gave me to think, like, when, when I'm at the time when I'm standing in a room and my son and my children are gone – and I'm in that emptiness phase, am I going to look back and feel really completely empty? I mean, of course I'm going to miss them, but am I really going to be completely empty in my soul because I didn't do my work the entire time when they were with me on myself because I was so focused on them? And I talk about this a lot on Mama's Pearls, about keeping your own interests and pursuing your own passions and pursuing if you want want to work. Um, and maintaining your careers, and at, when I watched Toy Story and was in that moment with that mom, you know, and seeing how empty a mom can really feel when your kids are gone, it made me even more more conscious of the fact that I have to always take an effort to focus on myself, on my own interests, and that I need my break and have to maintain that parallel life. So naturally. In wanting to do that, you look around and you say, "Well, well, how do I do this? How do I step out of my my daily life? How do I step out of what needs to be done just to keep my house and my family going and everybody else around me that I'm thinking of? How do I get a break? When do I get a break? Will I get a break? Because when you're a mom, it's a 24-hour job. And luckily, and particularly, and luckily now with technology, one, um, there are so many groups out there where you can connect with other other moms and make other friends or you grab your own girlfriends and go to different events. And there are ways and there is a support system out there, even if you don't find that you're getting support within your family. So I would say the first step is to give yourself the permission to actually step out of your house and out of your your world for a minute and go find and connect with one of these groups. Now, when I was living in um Manhattan before I moved out of the city and i was i remember I was pregnant and I was walking around the upper the upper east side, and I started seeing in all of these the children's stores these little amazingly cute postcards for um for a group Called Diva Moms, and I think it said at the time it was like Divalicious. And I was like, "What is this?" And when I picked it up, I got really, really excited because right there in my face, answering my questions of how am I going to do this alone and will I still be the fabulous me version of Cynthia after I become a mom, and there was already a woman out there who formed this amazing network of of women and events to remind us that yes, you will. There's no need to feel that you're not going to still be fabulous and you can't continue your life and your interests because there is a group. Connected women, connected, educated, intelligent women out there that will be there when you're ready to step outside. So I remember seeing that like four or five years ago, and then over the time, one of one of my clients was working was working with um, a woman called Liz Stern, and I've got to connect with her through through my client as well as in the community of Facebook. And what I've just seen and, and having read her bio is that is that there are such things as uber moms and there are such things as women out there who genuinely want to to hold a space and support other women. And Liz, for me, fills that role. And she also seems just, um, you know, I haven't met her in person yet. We've only... Only connected through email, so i 'm so excited to talk to her today but here 's a working mom who has children and a family of her own who has a thriving business and is also you can just tell from everything that she that she does and touches with with her business diva moms that she 's completely living her life and, and and living her life from a place of where she knows what her expression is, like, we, like when we were talking with Jeff Gitterman on the show, and is being her true self. So I am so really thrilled and honored to introduce the Mama's Pearls community to Miss Liz Stern. Liz, are you with us?
1: I am. Can you hear me? Yes,
0: I can. Welcome to Mama's Pearls.
1: Thank you so much for having me on your call today, and um, I was just, you know, listening to what you were saying, and everything really resonates so much to me because, um, which I'll talk about in a little bit with my company, Divalicious, it is Divalicious Moms, that's the name of the company, but yeah, but we shortened the URL to divamoms.com because it was hard for some moms to find because of the spelling we put my name in there, which is the L-Y-S-S, the list part. But really, what you're talking about? Hello. Yeah. I'm oh,
0: here. sorry. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, but what you're saying um, is that's so important that moms are that moms as business women um, that it's important to take care of ourselves as well, and it's important once you become a mom to stop not forget who you were before you were a mom, and that's really the whole philosophy and mission behind the Moms is that. Before you were a mom, you were a professional, you were wonderful, you were fabulous, you were a wife, you know, you are doing all these great things, and then you became a mom, and all of a sudden, the world is supposed to stop, and you're just supposed to be a mom, and the reality of it is is that, no, you're not. You're, su- you're supposed to be, even now, better at your career, better at what you're doing. Um, you know, better at being a wife, better at taking care of the home, just all, everything that you were doing before, but now that you're a mom, doing it even better. And I think that's where sometimes things get lost, um, you know, today, especially with technology and books and TV and the media, is that, you know, moms today, we're juggling so many different balls, as I know you know, um, all at once, and we're trying not to lose one ball. So for us, being devalicious is, you know, you are fabulous before you had a child, now you have a child, and I still want you to be even more fabulous now that you have a child.
0: So, okay, because when you talk about juggling balls, I mean, especially in watching how your career has developed over over time from, I believe, that you started – just writing articles as a as a contributor, um, and then you build up this this entire real brand now that you have so many facets of. While you were building a family, and you can say that yes, you you've learned how to how to multitask, and I know you and I know you don't sleep, um, but but when you keep adding your different balls, because you not only Um, you not only run Devalicious Moms, but you also wrote a book called If You Give Your Mom a Martini, and now you're also the editor-in-chief of Observer Playground, which is like the spinoff of the New York Observer magazine. I mean, how do you do the work balance so that, I mean, the best way that I've described it and that I've heard described is like, you know, it's not only the balls. It's more like you have... Spinning plates on each hand and each foot and on top of your head, and you have to keep them all spinning because if you don't, one gets wobbly and then it could fall and break. So, Correct. how do you, just in your daily life, manage all of these balls and all these pa- plates so they keep on spinning?
1: <laughs> it's a great question, um, and I love that analogy. I think that for for myself personally, I think that prioritizing is really key. Um, And I also think that, you know, people always ask me, do you sleep? I honestly, I don't sleep that much. I sleep as much as I need. Um, But then I get up really early in the morning before the kids get up, and I try to get some work done, you know, answering the hundreds of emails that I have for just one of the few hours that I was sleeping. Um, But then when the kids get up, it's about the kids. And it's about preparing breakfast for them. It's about sitting around the table and having breakfast like a, you know, like a family. Um, then it's about getting them off to camp or getting them off to school. And from there, then my day goes back to, you know, juggling all these different balls and being the professional that I'm being. But, you know, I always say that, like, being a mom to me comes first. And then everything else falls in place. And sometimes I say to people, you know, that I'm doing business with, if they don't understand, like, that I have to go to my son's baseball game or I have to go to my son's school for a conference, if they can't understand that I can't meet with them then and I have to meet with them at another time, then maybe perhaps that person really doesn't understand that I am a mom. And I think that for so many moms like us, Um, It's very hard today to do everything that we can do and do it, you know, the best that we can because we are doing so many different things. But I think it's just really important to prioritize and to know what's important. And I keep, I have so many books that I go through. I keep journals every day of what's on my plate, what's going through, a checklist. A lot of post-its are everywhere. They're always flying in and out of my pocketbook. But um, the reality of it is I have to keep lists and I have to stay organized and I have to stay focused. Because if I don't, I'll forget what I have to do, and that just wouldn't be a good thing. So like so many moms, like so many of us, I always hear, you know, when I talk to other mompreneurs, how do they do it all? How are they juggling it all? And they always say the same thing. It's about prioritizing. It's about keeping lists. And it's about just really knowing what's important, what needs to get done first, and then making it all happen.
0: Right, and there's no one who's more adept to making it all happen and multitasking than moms, and cool. it's it's just it's just innate. We just catch everything, and we, you know, if we had, if we can do like telepathic <laughs> waves and have like four different people like cloning us, like multiplicity. We would be able to totally run the world. But, you know, there's so many interesting, um, interesting things about what you just said about just even the mindset of the mom and working moms in terms of putting your family first and you know, even when I'm taking my kids to school, I'm always thinking about my clients and my work, and you know, prepping for today's show, for example, and, and what I what I really wanted to focus on um, in, in speaking with you while we have you. And it's like, you know, the the dynamic of having to be at a desk nine to five just doesn't really work anymore for today's families. And, you know, being a mom and just being a person and, and a career person, you are on 24-7. Like, there's not a time in the day or even at the night where my mind completely switches off and I'm not, I'm not tuned into my kids, I'm not tuned into my work, I'm not tuned into what's going on. So, like, the whole, the whole notion of, of having more mom, mom, mompreneurs hopefully will change the work setting. Um, You know, I was talking with a bunch of women last night who really were saying that in the corporate world, it's still not structured to support families at all. It's really structured in a manner of you have to work and, you know, when you're at work, you have no personal life and then you have to go home. So... I think that, you know, with more moms like us creating businesses out there that support other moms and that more moms stepping into the workplace, more people are going to understand and be supportive of the family life. And oh. I think it's like yeah, I think it's just it's just crucial, like, you know, but there's also the, the part of me that in that new working structure, like how do we how do we as mom like take our break? Like when do you take a break and do something that's just for you?
1: I'll tell you all about that in one second. But I just want something that you just said. I just want to. Um, I want to. I want to go back to. Um, you know, I always turn to my husband, and I always said. Say to him like, you can't even understand what it's like to be, you know, a mom and a mompreneur and you know juggling all these businesses. Because granted, you're an amazing father and you know you have, you know, he worked obviously, but you know as I'm, as what I'm doing, it's like I'm, I always say I'm like an octopus. I have like eight hands and one, you know, one is out to each, you know, the, the, so one of my my son needs me, my work needs me, da da. But, like, it's like we have, we're just, and we don't even think about it. It's just we do it. You right? know, there's never a question right. of can I get it done or I have to do this. It's we, we in our heads, we just, we're moms, and we know how to do it. We just get it done. There's never a question of right. how am I going to do that? How am I going to make that happen? We as moms, I just know because I see all of, you know, my mom friends and just moms out there everywhere. We just get it done. There are no questions asked. Right. So. Um, I think getting back to um, your question to me, you know, how do I make time for myself? And I think that's actually an important question because I started seeing a nutritionist, and I have to tell everybody about her. Her name is Lauren Slayton, and she runs a company called Food Trainers, and she's just unbelievable. She's also a mom herself to two boys. She's a mompreneur, very smart. And when I was talking with her and just telling her about, you know, I have some weight struggles myself and, um, you know, just just about my daily life, she said, one of the things that she said to me, she goes, Liz, she goes, you need to take time for yourself. You know, you need to really hone in and, and, you know, as much, because that's one of the things that I preach is that I tell moms out there everywhere, you know, especially from my book. It's important to take 10 minutes out of your day just for yourself. So whether it's, you know, going for a walk and, To Starbucks and flirting with a latte boy, or whether or not it's doing some (laughs) yoga poses, you know, doing some yoga poses for 10 minutes, or taking a delicious bubble bath, which always tends to help me relax at the end of the day. But, you know, instead of, I always preach this to everybody, but I actually myself, um, for quite some time over the years, I I stopped practicing it myself. And I think that's where some of my weight issues have, my struggles. But anyway, with that being said, Um, So now, because I am on this program, I am starting to take some time for myself just to exercise, you know, out of the day, carve out that 45 minutes in the beginning of the day, and I need that. You know, I'll put the Blackberry down, I'll put the phone down, and everybody, you know, will get in touch with me right after I'm done. But it is important as women and moms and being as busy as we are for everybody to just take those precious if it's 10 minutes 20 minutes an hour whatever you can carve out of your day just for yourself whether it's going to a store and just browsing the windows whether it's just looking through the latest issue of the observer playgrounds or or us weekly or people magazine or vogue magazine whatever your guilty pleasure is we as women and moms need to understand that we have to take care of ourselves too because if we don't nobody else will. And I think that's really important, and an important message for moms out there is that, you know, we're so busy taking care of, again, everybody, our husbands, our children, you know, the home, our careers. But if we don't take care of ourselves, nobody else will. So I think it's really important for moms to take a step back and say, you know what, I'm a person too, and I need to take care of myself. And you know what, if that means going to get a manicure, go get a manicure. If that means going to get a 10-minute back massage, Go for it. Whatever it is that will help relieve some of the stresses of your day, I really think it's important. So um, as far as getting back to myself, uh, it's it's now 45 minutes a a day. I'm trying to do that three times a week just for myself, um, some exercise. And then, again, at the end of the day, when the day is done and the kids are in bed, I always take a bubble bath because that's just something that, I mean, you know the commercial. Remember it says, Calgon, take me away? (laughs) But I really, I really do. I light a scented candle, I put in the bubbles, and it's just like the whole day just becomes, just, just relaxes, like the weight on my shoulders. And um, I try to get a few hours of good night's sleep so the next day I'm refreshed, refreshed and ready to take on the world.
0: That's awesome. And, and your book is so light and fun um, as far as giving moms uh, it's really you are giving moms a, m- a martini. It's not just saying if you give a martini, you, you <laughs> are through, through the wreaths and through the little mini timeouts which you which you which you pepper in about taking that time and focusing. And that's really what it's about. It's about you know lightening up. Pull yourself out. You can always jump back <laughs> back right in. Um, it's not like you're going to forget how to be a mom. And take those minutes and take those precious times. You know, I usually, in the morning, my routine is I'll, I'll, I'll take my son to the bus and then I go just take a walk around the block or I'll walk up to the beach and just sit for a minute um, and, you know, get my body going, get my mind going and just, you know, set my intention for the day. Um, and, you know, and I also see that, when you get to a point where you're going 24-7 and you have all these things, you know, you really do need to catch your breath. I mean, I don't know anyone who can just go perpetually at, you know, can perpetually amp at top speed. Eventually, you're just going to crash and burn and you're going to need your break. So it's either take them as you go so you don't get to the point where you hit the wall or, you know, or acknowledge it when you hit the wall that before you start the revved up cycle again that you need to implement something. Something where you have your carve-outs, and even just the the bubble baths or these small these small little little things, where you know a lot of people just kind of brush off like, oh, they're going to get their nails done. Like, no, like that's your time out. It's just you know, okay, yeah, you get the added bonus of getting a pretty polish on or whatever, <laughs> but. You know, that's just a bonus. It's not really just about the nails. It's about that, you know, indulging yourself and knowing that you you deserve it. And, you know, there's so many reasons when I talk like you know, I kinda joke in the in the blog this week, but I'm I'm kinda really serious about creating like, you know, the new Teamsters which um So, the blog this week, you know, I term Mom Malicious Momsters, and the prologue is the New Teamsters. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the the New Teamsters. Mom Malicious is a complete ode to you and D. Malicious (laughs) Moms. Thank you. You're welcome. And the New Teamsters is obviously like if there was a mom union looking out for moms, things would be so different. And there are countries around the world, granted, they do more socialist socialistic systems but they really do work to support the families especially in your first year of being being a new mom and give you some support structures and so many moms here feel like they're so on their own they don't have support systems especially single moms and you know there's really no one to go over and ring the bell and drop off the baby you know when you just need that 10 minutes break where you haven't slept for days you haven't eaten you haven't gone to the bathroom. You haven't done anything for yourself because you're running around and putting yourself out there for these babies, and it's really creating a dangerous—it's um, creating a dangerous space for moms to live in when you are you know, babbling because you can't string a sentence together because you haven't slept in a week. You really, We're really setting ourselves up for something, uh, you know, for some problems. And I really think, like, what if we do create a mommy union and, like, moms have to take mandatory times out, you know? And if we go on extra time, which we are always on extra times because mommyhood is a 24-7 job, like, we should get compensated <laughs> for that and it's just Absolutely. like you know I th- I I say part of a joke, but I, I, I'm serious. I, there's part of me that's really, really serious about this. So um put it out there today. That we're create like the momsters union. But, you know, I touch upon just one of the reasons why moms don't give themselves a break, and that is, um, and I feel like we can talk forever about, you know, the reasons and excuses why moms won't take the break for themselves, but one of the reasons is is that most moms feel like, if they don't do it, it's not going to get done. And if it does get done, it's not going to get done right. And if I leave the house for, for 10 minutes, the whole world is going to get turned upside down and things are going to be messed and this and that, and it's going to take me more time to patch everything up and put it back into like my own perfect order, so it's not even worth it for me to take that break. Like, What are the reasons that you see with moms why they talk themselves almost out of going out and why they feel so guilty about leaving?
1: Great question. Um, I also think that uh, just another thing that for moms, it's very hard for us to delegate. I think a lot of us are control freaks. Um, or we're con- I don't want to use the word freak, but we're controlling, and we like our order. We know, you know, what's the, we have the system down pat. So I think that what happens is that a lot of women and moms, They get caught up, they get so caught up with, you know, taking care of the house, taking care of their kids, planning their kids' birthday parties, packing the lunches, you know, work, doing their work, doing, bringing their work home from the office that at the end of the day they say, you know what, there isn't enough time for me to take care of myself or there isn't, you know what, I'd rather spend that extra time, you know, watching, doing something else or, you know, but, you know, what? the most important part of it is like that you, I think a lot of moms feel guilty. You know, I hear that a lot. Like, Liz, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean I could drop off my child with my mother-in-law and, like, go, you know, do something for myself for an hour? Can I really do that? Of course you can do that, and you need to do that because my fo- my whole real philosophy – behind Devalicious Moms, and you might, I think you're going to agree with me, is that if mom's not happy, the kids aren't going to be happy. And a happy mom makes a happy home. So that means carving out that time for yourself to do something, whether or not it's a hobby that you have. If you like to play tennis, then you know what? Go make some time to go play tennis. You know, I hear from so many moms, some, a lot of the time, you know, oh, I haven't, you know, I used to, I used to play golf, or I used to read books. Or, I used to have time to go to the movies. Well, you know what? Now that you're a mom, you still have that time. You just, you're okay, and you're allowed to go do something for yourself. I think it's, the part of the problem is that a lot of these women and moms out there don't feel that they have the permission to do it. That they have to be a mom 24-7, which you are. And you are a mom 24-7, and that can never be taken away from you. But I think the importance of it is that moms, and I'm trying to break that, And if you could help me break it out there for all the moms to make them understand that they do have a permission slip to take care of themselves, and they do have a permission slip to go have fun, and they do have a permission slip, you know what, during the week to go out and meet a friend for a drink or a cup of coffee or go have dinner, because if you're not happy, your kids aren't going to be happy, and you're going to bring this back into your home. So I think it's really important for moms everywhere to understand and say, you know what? I can have a martini or I can have a glass of wine. Or if it doesn't involve alcohol, which, which a lot of the time it doesn't, you know, I can go take a walk on the beach or I can go meet a friend just for a few laps. But you, that moms are allowed to do this. And I think that, you know, it goes back to the same thing like years ago. You know, when you were a mom and you were, or you were an expectant mom, you were expected to wear moos and you were expected to just look frumpy all the time. But the reality of it is today, and I thank You know, the celebrities for this is that now that you're a mom, you should still look fabulous and you don't have to wear a muumuu and you can put on stiletto shoes and you can get your hair done and you can, you know, take care of your body. You can do all these things and you don't have to give that up because you're a mom.
0: Right, you don't have to put on mom jeans because you're just because you're mom. But I will, I will share with you something that was really depressing happened with me, and um and I talk about this a lot with my friend Bonnie and my sister Val, who they're both like kind of more my my fashion go-to fashion and lifestyle um, mamas for mamas pearls. But um, I basically when I you know, after, like, five years of my body going up and down which is my weight with pregnancies and not being pregnant and then going back, whatever, like, I finally got into a pair of my jeans that I wore, like, pre my first pregnancy okay and you might just say like well why are you hanging on to jeans for five years because i do okay <laughs> i do <laughs> i hang on to like everything and um but i was really excited that i got into these jeans and they used to be my cool jeans but now when i put them on like they totally turned into my mom jeans like my body's just not the same body went now than when i first bought them and they were cool like they just don't look cool anymore and I remember like Bonnie being like "Uh uh-uh you have to toss those I'm like but I love them no they're your mom jeans now toss them so I think like purging that um and dispelling that that notion of what you kind of see in your mind as like a mom and what a mom should look like which may be from like your parents or your parents friends that shouldn't play into who you see when you look into the mirror because you're really seeing, you know, who am I and what do I, what reflection do I want to see back to me? I mean, I'm not the person that's going to to say put on your stilettos because I barely wear heels, but but I will, you know, definitely I won't say definitely cuz I'm the last person who puts on makeup. Like i am just getting back into like putting on makeup and it's not necessarily because I like it. It's more because I'm realizing I'm getting older and I need to. <laughs> you need
1: like you need, you need like that
0: extra little coverage. Like no, I, yeah, of course I'm gorgeous, but it's more of a matter of like whether you're gorgeous or not. Like my friend um my friend who's also in fashion is like every woman just needs foundation and a good concealer. But it's um it, but it my is mama. about
1: yeah. Oh, sorry, my mom always says um, you, a, a woman should never leave the house, especially a mom without a little lips and blush. That's all that a mom or a little woman needs. But, no, going back to what your friend says, no, it, listen, yeah. we all need a little something.
0: Yeah, yeah, but you saying that – um. That I, and I feel this, and this is part of, like, the mobsters thing is that, you know, we live in a culture in American society in the corporate world where people do not take vacations. We, have, we are granted vacation times, and we don't take them. We have, like, the worst track record around the, around the world. And it's even more so it, when it comes to your mini timeouts with moms that mm-hmm. we don't feel that there is a permission slip out there and that there, that we do have X number of days for um, personal timeouts, for a vacation, you know, for a sick day. And there's something really off about that with knowing, you know, and this is why, Which is why Toy Story hit home to me so hard was seeing that mom in that moment and having an empty nest is like, what is she going to do now? Is she just going to fall on the floor and die because she hasn't done anything for herself in the 18 years that her son was in the house? Or is she going to be like, okay... You know, I'm going to have to process out these feelings, but I still have my life, my support, my interest, my brain going because I kept on reading and I kept on taking courses that were were interesting to me and I decided to, you know, take a French class because I wanted to learn French. Um, And, you know, I want to be at that point where I'm so empowered by, you know, by the stepping stone that my son is taking to go off and being at, you know, and having evolved, I think when we don 't take care of ourselves we, we lose a, we slip back in our evolutionary process and we don't take the the necessary step forwards and then that kind of bleeds into everything else that you were saying about all the other octopus arms that we that we have you know there 's no way you can keep those arms moving if you 're not evolving along with it so it's crucial for for women to take their to take their permission slips and you know laminate them, keep them in your pocket, and and get out of the house. And even if your husband is like, no, 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 you can't, you can't, you can't, like yes, you can. And yeah. Absolutely. And that that's something I think is so hard is that you know is that a lot of women have husbands and have family systems, um, and you might have your your mother-in-law or another person in your family looking at you squared off like, what do you mean you're going to, to go out and take a Pilates class? What do you mean you're going to leave the kids? What do you mean? And you know what? You, you just have yeah. to learn. Yeah, it's crucial. You have to learn how to respond, how to, respond to that or, and not be like, oh, my God, I can't do it.
1: I mean, just to give you a perfect example, I remember like once, um, it was like a Saturday morning, and I think my mom was over actually, and I said, you know, I, had a, I was into a routine, and I said, I'm going to take my core fusion class, which is similar to a Pilates class, and she said, what do you mean, you're going to be away two hours, and then my husband chimed in, you're, yeah, Liz, you know, it takes you, you, you diddle-daddle, you walk over there, by the time you come back, it's two and a half hours away from us. And I said, you know what, guys? I think everybody here can handle me being gone for an hour. Um, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's, exactly. it's quite—it's—it's it's really important for my myself, for my brain, for my head. You know, mentally and physically. And I think that the apartment's not going to fall apart. And I think that you could handle it. And the truth of the matter is, when I came home, the house, was, the apartment was in one place. The kids were doing right. great. And I right. think that. You know, again, like, I think that it's all about a support system, too, and it's about having your husband or your mother-in-law or your mother who are, or, you know, whoever may be with you at the present time that doesn't understand what you're doing and why you need to be away from the family for, you know, whatever, even if it is a short period of time, because you as a mother need that. You need to clear your head. You need to physically or mentally just, just you know, sometimes just take a mommy time out. And it is so important because I, you know, like sometimes like some of the women that I meet, the moms will say to me, well, like my husband will wake up before he goes to the office, you know, and he'll go to the gym, but he'll tell me that I don't have time that I personally as the mom, you know, can't go to the gym because he's going to the gym. And I'll say, well, that's not fair because then you should split it up. You know, you're entitled to go to the gym before work, too. It's not just he's not the only one working. You're working, too. And he can't go five days a week. Let him go two or you go three one week and then switch it up the next week. But, you know, I think that, too, we as moms um, need to – well, I know I do to my husband, but we need to speak up and say, you know what, I need to do this for myself. Hey, if you want me to be the best wife and the best mom to, you know, our family and the best career woman – I need to take a little time for myself, too. And if they don't understand, then have them call me. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: Liz can be found on Facebook. <laughs> I can be found on
1: Facebook. I can be found on divamoms.com. I can be found, uh, can be found at the Silver Playground. You can find me in many different places. But, um. Seriously, I will talk to your husband or significant other and with him into shape because moms everywhere need to understand that they do the importance of taking some time just for themselves and that they need, it's not even like an option, they have to, you have to do this.
0: Right, you you sound so much like me. It's really funny, because um, I I would totally be like that too. Like, okay, you just send them to me, and I'll 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 smack them into shape. But I'm gonna turn the notion the notion on its head too, in that. The, your family needs to also be without you, and your kids need to be without you. you know it's not good for your your kids to have you there twenty four seven hovering over them. like they need to build their self-reliance and their own independent skills as well. It's just as important for them to have that break and, and have that breather and, and I got over the guilt really early on about leaving them, you know and i but I did it from the the vantage point of like, you know, I remember when, when I think when, maybe when they got to like six months, like I wanted them to have sleepovers and be comfortable in different environments, and my parents would take them for, for a weekend, and I and I still do that with them, and I think it's it's really vital to to their own survival skills to know that they can go out and be self-reliant in a different environment. Albeit, I'm not talking about like at two years old dropping them off at the park and being like, see you later, but as far as you know, them having their own and you know, going back to the independence of Stepping Stones last week, but, but for their their bills to know that, mommy's going to go out to work, and my kids know, like, I'll go out to the city, and they'll ask me, are you going to the city? I'll be like, yeah. They're like, you're going to work? I'm like, yeah. She's so like, okay, have fun. And, like, when I come in the door, it's, you know, did you have fun doing this? And um, and even, you know, like, I'll go meet my friend Masha, who I know that that, um, that you guys spoke last week and we'll go and walk a labyrinth or do a meditation or just go and do something that's totally, totally different and totally for us. And it's such an important thing to know that and for your family to see, like, it's okay to leave the nest because mommy will come back. And when she comes back, you know, I'm going to share my experience with my kids. Right. And she's happy.
1: And you're refreshed and you feel good and, you yeah, know, it's very – and I also think it's really important, too. Um, I have two little boys, a 6-year-old and a 3-year-old, and they know that mommy goes to work. You know, mommy goes to work every day. But they also know that mommy comes home at the end of the day from work. And they also see that mommy, you know, likes to do – mommy likes to cook or mommy likes to go take a class or mommy likes – they know that mommy has interests and mommy has hobbies and mommy loves to read and mommy loves to write. And I always say to my little – to my big son, Ashley Jackson – you know he loves to make books, and I always inspire him and say, you know what, Jackson, maybe one day you're going to be a writer like mommy. You know, you're going to write oh, books. Okay? I will, it's really I will nice tell you right
0: that. now. I, I will tell you right now, Liz. One of my my new clients is a nine-year-old girl who's written a children's book.
1: Really. So you
0: could totally start him young. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah.
1: We, you know for hours. It, it and it's like the best project, too. We t- I take the paper, you know, white paper and I staple it and he writes the books, he he illustrates the books and I love at the end of the store, at the end of the story every time he writes and the city was safe. The end. So cute. <laughs>
0: that's That's an awesome series, and we could totally talk talk about that more but but that but that's important you're you're basically encouraging your son to have his own imagination, and obviously you and I both have a creative outlet through you know you through the magazines, me through mama 's pearls as well as the business side of us. Yeah. Um, to have that creative mode of expressions and you know and this is kind of leading into where i wanted to go as far as um you know the remainder of the show is kind of talking about like the other ways that that you that you through devalicious moms you know help moms connect and help moms get their get their you know find their hobbies and and stay active
1: sure um you know, part of the Delicious Moms, the mission behind the events is that a lot of the events. Well, first of all, I should just talk really quickly. If anybody's out in the Hamptons in the next um, few weekends, we have some wonderful events. The first uh, event is next Saturday, the 24th, at the Children's Museum of the East End. It's from 10 to 1, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. It's an amazing family event. And then the following weekend, um, I do something called Camp devalicious And it takes place at Super Saturday, and it's the entire kids' area that we run. Um, Everybody from the Laughing Pizza band to Miss Pinky to Broadway babies to Wendy the pipe cleaner lady will be there um, entertaining the kids all afternoon while the moms are, you know, busy shopping for ovarian cancer. Um, But I just wanted to say one research. Um, One important thing, and I think that my children, my boys, are seeing through me and through my work is that a lot of what mom does me uh, and the malicious Moms is that we give back. A lot of the um, events that we do are philanthropic. Examples, uh, Super Saturday, um, we're involved with the Hassenfeld Center, we're involved with Mount Sinai, Baby Buggy, um, that they do see that you know there are children that are less fortunate and there are families that are less fortunate. So that we're out there and we're trying to make a difference and we're raising money for children that aren't as fortunate as our children are. So I think that's really also an eye-opening and an important lesson that I'm teaching my children as well as other children and families out there that, you know, there's so much, so many children out there that, you know, are are in need, and let's help them. You know, a perfect example was, you know, and, and I always tell Jackson, my bigger son, that he's the reason that so many of these events happen. Like, I'll just give you a perfect example. One morning we were off to school. Um, and on the back of the taxi TV was, you know, obviously everything that was happening in Haiti, and he saw all these kids without the food and the drinks, and, the, and, you know, they were starving to death. And he said, Mommy, what can we do to help? And at that point, I turned to him and I said, You know what, Jackson, we're going we're gonna to have a fundraiser. We're going to have an event. And we threw a huge event. It was called Help Haiti Heal. And I had all the best entertainment from Noggin came, and we raised thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. And it was 500 families came came out to support this. And it's just about, you know, raising money and doing good for other people that are less fortunate. And it's having my children see that we can help and we can make a difference. So that's just one aspect of delicious Moms. But another part um, that I'd like to talk about are the fabulous events that we do all throughout Manhattan and um, the Hamptons, such as um, every year we do our annual Spooktacular at Dylan's Candy Bar where we take over Dylan's Candy Bar and we have the best entertainment and food, gourmet food, and raffle prizes and gift bags at all of our events. And they're just a lot of fun for all the families that attend. We also do a lot of Mommy and Me events that are just for the moms and the kids, such as if it's a new cooking place that's opened in Manhattan or if it's a new play space that's opened in Manhattan, we'll do a Mommy and Me event – we do a lot of mom's night out only events, so we'll take over if it's a new restaurant, if it's an advanced movie screening. So there's just a lot of ways to get out there and just have fun at night just to be with the other moms, have a cocktail, get a, get a mommy makeover. You know, we work with the best of the best, all the luxury businesses all throughout Manhattan, so whether it's at Barney's or Birddorf or Saks Fifth Avenue, um, but a mom's night out a shopping event with a Devalicious discount is a must. We also do an annual event at FAO Schwartz every year. It's called Babes in Toyland, where we take over the store before store hours from 8 to 10 a.m., right before Hanukkah and Christmas. And the families get to come in before store hours, and they get to shop with a divalicious discount again, and gourmet breakfast, and gift bags, and entertainment for the kids. So, I, if you're listening, take a look at divamoms.com and go to the events pages. Um, and there's also a party page where you could see different photos from the different events and actually see what we do. But we just bring magic. To the, to the to the families, and we light up the kids' eyes. And we just have a lot, a lot of fun with what we do because I'm so passionate about everything. Um, and then, again, you know, there are certain nights that we'll do a more serious topic event. It, you know, we'll, we'll talk about, you know, getting into nursery school or getting into kindergarten. I'll have a panel of experts. Or if it's about, you know, getting your children, what's the time, what's the proper time to get your children shot? Um, you know, should my children get shot, and we'll have an expert panel with top New York City pediatricians that'll come and talk to the families. So, if there are you know, more serious topics, my job myself is to put together the expert panel of the best speakers around New York City to help ease the anxieties for these families. But we'll also always do it in a really nice, fun, uh, sophisticated setting. There'll always be drinks for the families and food. Um, and it's just and well, a really nice gotta food.
0: There's got to be food, right?
1: There's got to be food the right it's no always a lot of food, and it's delicious food. So it's catered <laughs> and yummy, and we do a lot of dessert, delicious desserts as well. But, um, you know, I think it's important to, to, to not just do the fun, fabulous, big events, which we do, and which we're really known for, but we also do these smaller, more intimate events, uh with these guest speakers that are also really important as well. So we're feeding, you know, information to these moms because example, I get emails all day long. You could write in to me on my website, there's something called Dear List. And moms will write in to me, you know, questions like, Liz, how do I, you know, prepare for getting my child into nursery school or, you know, do I have to take the ERB test or what are the schools I should be looking for or, Liz, you know, do you know what, what apartments I should be moving to and we're thinking about moving down to Tribeca or, Liz, I'm planning my kid's first birthday party. Where do you have any suggestions or what cake should I use or what food should I have or what entertainment should I have? So instead of me, which, of course, I do at 3 o'clock in the morning, write back to all these moms with all the answers, I also try and plan events where I know that, you know, the moms really want to get information, and that's what we'll do. We'll have these informative events. But, again, they're always fun and um, you know, it's a great way and a great social network for moms to meet other moms that are going through the sim- similar things or in the same situations, and that's how many, so many moms meet each other through Valicious Moms. You know, I, I, I hear time and time again, Liz, thank you so much. You know, when you did that event... Uh, a few years ago, I met my best friend so-and-so, and we're still best friends. Even though she moved to Westchester, you know, and I'm still in the city, we still keep in touch and we see each other all the time. And, you know, so many really, really strong friendships have been started and made through delicious Moms. I always say, like, we're a sorority for moms. Um, you know, you'll mute yeah, your
0: I, I see it as even. I see it as even. It's even bigger than that. I mean, you know, when you have like your one-stop shopping where you're doing everything, but it's more like you've created this live-action um, magazine almost which I know you do have your magazine, but you basically take your magazine and all those topics that you talk about and put it to life and put it in, you know, like the 4G world where people can go and touch and feel and, and connect and have direct access to the panels, to experts, to each other, which is probably the most, um, you know, the most isolating thing about feeling a mom when you are stuck in your house 24-7 with your kids is that you feel so disconnected from the outside world. And you basically create the space for everyone to be together and, and, you know, and help each other and and support and connect. And that's just tremendous work that you're doing, and you're so – Stepping into this world, and you're really at the forefront, um, leading what I see is as, as the mom space and the mommy market, um, and being a true a true leader and and visionary for this space. And I knew that you you basically stepped into this because nobody else was doing it when you first started it. Now it seems like more and more more and more moms are stepping in and wanting to wanting to do it too. But but you really you really founded it, at least at least as far as I know.
1: <laughs> thank you, thank you. No, it's it's, it's- it's funny that you would say that. Um, you know, it's like when you start a company, of course, there are going to be a million other companies that, you know, I don't want to say they're copycats, but, you know, they, they want to try and do what you're doing or, you know, the reality of it is, is that um, this is my passion. This is my baby. This is, you know, I always say Devalicious Moms is my third baby. I've You know, two boys, but Devalicious Moms is my Third child, three
0: boys. Three boys. Yes. Well,
1: <laughs> <laughs> not I going to say that on the radio, but yes, that's a whole other issue. I'll say it. I'll say it. It's fine. <laughs> yes, it's fine. Um, but the reality of it is, is that um, you know, I you know, people will always say to me, "Well, are you scared of people copying cat? You know, people copying you?" And you know, this everybody, can, every you know, every mom that you, not every mom, but a lot of moms I speak to, they say, "Oh, well, I could start a Demolicious Moms, or oh, I could start my own business." And you know what? You can. But the reality of it is, um, that I think that's why delicious Mom has the following that it has, is because I'm behind it 100%. It's my passion, it's my vision. You know, people always say to me, like, Liz, what do you mean you're at every event? Uh, of course I'm at every event. They're my right. events. You know, so right. I, I think that, um, you know, who's to say in Texas a mom? You know, I, I know because the moms write into me all the time from all across the country. You know, Liz, can you start a delicious moms here? And Atla- I have a mom in Atlanta, Georgia, and a mom in Miami, and a mom in L.A. and Chicago. I, really, they write into me, can you start the delicious moms here? Um, and that's a whole other issue that we'll get to in a minute, but yeah I mean um, you, you are
0: you are starting to, to franchise it I mean, I know when I started um started in the whole spiritual cinema circuit, you know there were spiritual cinema communities that were were popping up across the board, and we basically just gave like you know they were on their own I mean, you would be different where they would kind of be licensing out your brand and all that kind of stuff, but where you give guidelines and people can do do these you know do events on their own but you know, I don't think that they're going to get to the, the – or at least, you know, for, for New York, you pretty much ca- encapsulate, like, that high-caliber um, thing. And, it, you know, I would love, love to see Diva Moms everywhere. So what what are your plans for, for branching out? And, and, you know, because you're, you're from New York, so obviously that, that this is your playground.
1: Yes. You know? I always say, like, we hold the key to the, to the playgrounds all across New York yeah. City. But, you know, everywhere – so I guess, I guess um, you know, really briefly, I could touch, you know, touch talk about it a little bit. Sure. Um, the plans for the Devalicious Moms expansion are as follows. I guess not really in this order, but, um, you know, we have the magazine now, Observer Playground, and it's just really growing and growing by leaps and bounds. It's really right. doing incredibly well, and there's talk even, you know, that we possibly might take the magazine national um, because there is a need for it. You know, Cookie Magazine, unfortunately, did fold. And the response to the Playground has just been overwhelming. So, you know, we're looking into that. Um, we also, I, I don't think I mentioned yet, but, um, Diva List, but Observer Playground, we're going to have a TV show. It's going to be called Playground TV. It's going to be a local TV show. It's on Channel 25, and it's probably going to launch early 2011. It's also going to be on the back of all the taxi TVs. Um, I'm mm-hmm. the host of it. And basically what it is is we're going to take Observer Playground to life. So all the um, articles in the magazine will be live, will be real. And I will actually be, you know, with with the writers, with the people that we're interviewing in the different locations all around Manhattan, which is really exciting. Um, so that's, that's that's something that's happening. We're also in development um, for our own A delicious Moms docu-reality show, actually, about my life. So it's not really – I can't really um, say that much about it right now, but – that's just a little glimpse into what's happening as far as the TV world with Evilicious Moms. I'm also working on two more books, one with my co-author, Julie Clapis. We wrote our first book together, and we're writing our second book together. And it's, what I can tell you about it is that it's going to be about glamours. Grandmas. Uh, today's grandma isn't what she used to be, which is really exciting <laughs> and a lot of fun. And we'll also be interviewing um, celebrity grandmas such as Goldie Hawn and Donna Karen. And um, it's best, that, that book is like Julie and I are just we're just really excited about it. And then I'm also writing another book, um, which moms everywhere are going to have access to, and it's really a delicious guide on how to be a delicious mom, which is also just going to be incredible. And as far as sorry, getting back to your first question about the franchising of the delicious moms, it's something that we're looking into um, now because moms really everywhere do want to have this in their city and in their town, and it's a model that we're definitely exploring. You know, my husband is a firm believer in. You know, you take one step at a time, and that's really what we've been doing here with Devalicious Month. I started it six years ago. Um, you know, we started. I started out writing for the New York Sun, a column. It was called Devaliciously Yours, and I started out with the events, and then we went into direct marketing, and we're still doing the events, and then I wrote my first book and the magazine and the website. So we keep growing and growing and growing, but we're taking baby steps all the way, and it's just really exciting. I always say, like, I'm like – you know, remember the book, um, the little engine that could. You know, she keeps the, the train keeps going and going and going. We're like the Energizer battery, but we're getting there. Yeah. And um, yeah, you know, the, I, I, the I, I, of- I don't, I
0: don't see you as a slow putting train at all. You're more like <laughs> the high speed, high speed train, yeah. <laughs> making, making all the <laughs> Yeah. Thank, you. thank you all of that and I just want to say quickly that um, that the live stream is going to stop so if you're listening live you're just gonna to have to go back to the archives and um, and listen but if, if Liz has a few more minutes we'll just we'll just continue to, to wrap up the show for a couple of more minutes um, but yeah you're more like the acceator train and you know, it's true, though. I mean, you're doing, you know, and I think people, you know, I think a lot of moms like get stuck in this space, and this is probably a topic for a whole other show. And I'd love to have you back to to continue chatting. And actually, we I, I know we are scheduled to, to talk because one of the new things that I'm doing is I'm being a contributing writer to um, to the new website Ella Life, and and in that, I want to talk to you a little bit a little bit more about the mompreneur aspect of your of your of your life, and that. Delicious. Um, you know, fedora that you wear, um, but it's, it, but it's you know, in keeping all these things going forward. I think a lot of moms get overwhelmed, like that. If I have to start on a path on my own and working, that I automatically have to jump to you know having all these things and having a show and having this and having that. And I think a lot of moms, and this a lot of the um, the work that I do with advising with advising my clients is figuring out like the the big vision of what You want to have and where you want to be, and then noting what the baby steps are you have to do in the beginning. And you were saying you basically started out by by writing articles and um, and basically building building it up from there. And you kind of identified what your passion was. I mean, it it helps that your that your husband um, is I think he's a talent agent, right? Or a talent agent or or a talent manager. So Mm -hmm. so he has Mm -hmm. the connections and also knows how to how to build up build up talent and um, and what those steps need to be as far as forming your own, own brand. So a lot of moms, they want to start businesses or they want to start doing things, and they're not sure where to start. It's, you know, you know I, I work with them a lot in terms of, of helping them get focused on, okay, and this is what I'm doing now with Mama's Charles, is, is what do I have to do, you know, now? Then what's my next step once I achieve that? And kind of, kind of doing your stepping stones from there.
1: Absolutely, and not only that, I think it's about setting goals and realistic goals, you know, and and again, listen, I know what I've done in this short amount of time, you know is it's pretty you know it's incredible it's impressive especially you know you know people always ask me like did you did you have do you have an investor do you, you know do people invest in you? no i started uh, you know a lot of people i don't even know if they know this about me but um, before i started the oblivious Moms, i was a teacher i taught for 6 years at a private school in oh, upper yeah. White park kindergarten and I took, you know, literally, you know, when I decided to start Devalicious Moms, I took some of my money that was, like, in a retirement fund because um, I really believed in this. You know, when people around me were, like, they thought I had postpartum depression, they're like, what do you mean you're starting a business list? You can't start a business. You don't know anything about business. And I said, you know what? Watch. The worst that could happen is I'll fail, but I really believe in this, and I know that there's a need for this, and this is a market that, I just know I'm going to tap into, and I believed in myself, and I took out, you know, a few thousand dollars of my own money, and that's how I started this business. I did not start it with a million dollars. I did not start it with a $100,000. I started it with under $5,000 of my own money, and I just built it organically over the years. And I think that's just something also for moms to really understand, too, is that, you know, when they come to me and they'll say, like, you know, Liz, I want to start my own business. How do you do it? You know, the first thing that I'll always say to them is, you know, do your research first, you know, really, really see what's out there, you know, make sure that, you know, your idea has something a little different than, you know, something else out there, and the worst that could happen is you'll fail, right, that's the worst that can happen, but the best, the most, you know, the positive side of it is that if you don't try, you'll never know, so I tell moms, you know, out there, try, go for it, and if you're passionate about it, I believe that eventually it will happen and then the money will come. Um, and that's just, you know, my philosophy behind it. So I, I, do you, I don't know, do you agree, do you disagree? I, I
0: absolutely 100% agree, absolutely. And it's, it's really being very honest with yourself about, um, you know, how I see it. It's, again, giving, the, giving yourself the permission slip to see yourself doing something. You know, with me and mom's Pearls, I started it because my, my grandparents passed away, and it was a really good way for me to capture the memories of them and their wisdom and pass it on to my family. You know, I just saw, you know, I needed like my creative outlet And like the more I started writing, the more passionate I became about doing it and really seeing that it's a whole world onto itself. And um, you know, despite whatever feedback I got, because I get it all the time, well if it's not, you know, if you're not monetizing it, why are you doing it? And it's like, you know, I know that I'm holding a space here for something that I believe in and the intent that I'm putting behind it is is pure. And that is is so in line with who I am and I just have complete faith that I'm going to put step by step and continue to to, to expand it. And um and when I had Jeffrey Gitterman on the show who wrote the book Beyond Beyond Success redefining the meaning of prosperity, this is really what he was talking about, is that he has such complete faith that the, that, the, that the universe will provide for you and for him if you're following and living the life of your dreams and being true to yourself. So, you know, you have to first get really, really clear, and there's so many steps that you, that you can take, and we talk about this like throughout Mom Girls, that you can take to getting getting to the life where you are living out your passion and where your work reflects um, your true calling and work doesn't feel like you know where you go to work and you leave yourself at home you know one thing that I made a big switch was I realized that I'm the same person when I go to work as when I'm when I'm not at work and for me it's, it's you know, there's no there's no separation anymore. It's not like I'm just going to work a job. But the first step that you need to do, anybody out there listening and listening and questioning themselves, is know that you have the permission at least. To try and to put yourself out there and to take the steps and 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 do it and that it is vital, just like just like a mommy who needs to take a time out and walk out the door by herself and go out into the world and do whatever it is she needs to, to refresh and rejuvenate herself and and form the the delicious or the of the union so other moms feel feel the same way, um, is knowing that you have that that permission to go. Out and do something for yourself, to do something in business, to do something frivolous. You know that that that's all okay. It's um, in you know in the in the end, like tying back to me sitting in me sitting in the at the funeral service and and at choice or at the end. You, know, you don't want to feel like an, like an empty soul, and the memories that you do pass down, whether or not you're, you're rattling off like a huge long tour list of all the things that you've accomplished and all the awards and prizes that you've gotten, um, none of that matters as much as the, the connections that you have to yourself, the connections that you have to your family, and the relationship that you've established along the way. So you know, I think that what we're hearing from Liz, and you know, Liz, I can have you back every every day and, and continue talking with you because I think you're, you're amazing. And so, like, on the share the same same wavelengths as, as me, is that um, is that you know, it all starts with with who that projection is that you see in the mirror looking back at you and making her the most fabulous version of yourself that you can.
1: Absolutely. So, Okay,
0: so we're going to switch gears now <laughs> because, like I said, we can, we can, I can seriously. I know. I feel like
1: we I, I, I just got started. <laughs>
0: I know and my sister always says that she's like why don't you make the shows longer and I'm like I really try to keep it for an hour I have my day job this and that but she's like I always feel like your shows get, get cut off right when you get to the good stuff <laughs> but maybe, maybe that's because I'm supposed to do something larger like you know I don't know whatever and take it there because you know like I said we kind of have the flow where I saw it on Facebook then I do the blog then I do the show and then Melissa carries it on and I know like what we talk about here is systemic so we'll, we'll take the baby step to get it there but I can't, I can't let you go without going through our regular Come Tell Mama questions, okay? So are you ready, okay. please?
1: Ready.
0: So, all right, so we kind of talked about this a lot during the show, but what is your luxury indulgence?
1: My luxury bubble indulgence? Bath? Yeah, is
0: it, is it the bubble bath or do you have something, you have something else in your pocket?
1: <laughs> You're so cute. Um, I honestly have to say it is my bubble bath. It, that's it for me. It, that's, it's my bubble bath, and during the summertime, we belong to a beach club, um, so we get to go out there on the weekends. And then I guess on the, I would have to say on the weekends for me during the summertime, it's just going for a walk by myself for like 45 minutes along the beach. Um, so those are my two real luxuries. I love the beach, and I love my bubble bath.
0: So I know that you were saying that you're working on a hair care product that is going to take out the phrase.
1: Correct. Now
0: I, now I would say then that your next product has to be a bubble bath.
1: I, well, okay, so so here's the thing. Um, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't, mention, I didn't mention this before. Um, yeah, so the next, also on the next, uh, I guess 2011, 2012 is that we're working on some different products, the delicious products. Yeah, she um, missed. She missed something, guys. I, I, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. There's, there's I, another uh, arm on the octopus, lady. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I don't know, but this is a whole other. Uh, but, the, yes, there are going to be some beauty products for moms as well as um, an alcoholic Devalicious uh, drink mix. But I, I'm, I'm not going to get into that now. But let's just – we'll focus on the beauty products for a minute. But one of them, yes, will be um, a Devalicious bubble bath. Another that another product that we're going to be working on is a lip gloss, a Devalicious lip gloss. Um, something
0: enough
1: <laughs> to and make your lips just delicious. And um, the de frizz product, which don't laugh at me, girls um, – just so everybody knows, in my free time that I have, I spent hours and hours in my bathroom, oh, I swear to you, over the years making different concoctions for my hair. I, happen, I don't know if anyone knows this about me, but I happen to have the curliest, frizziest hair, I mean, I think of any woman that I know. So and I tried every. Well, every every
0: picture of you looks like trimmed and perfect with your okay, hair.
1: You're you're very kind, but I promise you, I will I will send you pictures. For at least leave. the ones uh, that you post no, 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 I post pictures. I post pictures of, of list of curly hair. You can check out. I think I have like an album on Facebook of me um in Jamaica with my hair. You'll see like i've these real ringlets it's it's pretty they're pretty wild um but anyway, so i in my free time, I've spent time over the past few years literally in my bathroom combining every concoction like from fruits and vegetables to different oils i've I've ordered stuff from around the world. I tried everything for this for my hair. And I swear to you, yesterday, um, finally, I, I, you know, I, I've been mixing and pouring and and, and trying for the for years to get this one product right. And um, I tested it in my hair yesterday. And I swear to you, everybody, every, every people were stopping me on the street. When did you get your hair blown out? Listen, your hair looks so amazing, and it's because of this product. So. I just need, I, well, um, well, but anyway, next steps are yes, a debolicious defrizz. Um, that's so, awesome. Thank you. That,
0: thank that's, you. My, that's my Achilles heel, also, is, is a frizz. It's just, it's just, it's just a killer. Like, I, I don't like spending time styling, styling my hair. I love going and getting it blown out, but when I'm doing it on my own, like, I just want to get out of the shower because I, I have, like, a natural wave. And I love it when it's like that, but it gets frizzy. So I cannot wait to be your guinea
1: pig on that. Well, I promise you're going to be one of the first to get the shipment. So you'll have I to be honest wait. and tell me what you think, but I think it's pretty will, uh, cool. Absolutely. Okay. I can't
0: wait. Okay, okay, so next question. Which of the following would you choose? The best sex of your life, the best meal of your life, or the best sleep
1: of your life? Oh, definitely the best sex of my life.
0: Good girl. <laughs> um. <laughs>
1: I'm not going to lie, girls Like and, and you know what and, I, and, no, I, and, wait, I, wait, and girls, let me tell you something else There's nothing wrong with liking it. You know, I also uh, think I, too, I think that uh, yeah. uh, a lot of moms You know, we get bashful Or, you know, we don't want to feel that we are sexy Anymore Or, you know what, we're even more sexy now We're even more beautiful And our bodies change And it's, look what we've done. We've, you know, we've, we've had children, and I think there's nothing more beautiful about that. So I want to say sex. Yes, I love it. And, and don't, yes. get me, don't get me wrong. I do love a good meal, and I do love a good sleep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I'm going to refer our listeners right there to our mighty Aphrodite show that we did with Dr. Zahaba Israeli because it's all about tapping into your inner Aphrodite and, and being your sexual goddess. And you will love Dr. Zahaba. She's amazing. She's basically our, our version of Dr. Ruth. Um, so, your. Oh, yeah. I'll, I will definitely send you her information. Love her. Um, what is your. Her, she basically, her and her husband produced a play um, downtown and on all across countries called Orgasms.
1: So, she's basically
0: doing, doing for orgasms what East Endler has done for vaginas and the vagina monologues. You'll love her. Um, okay. Yeah, you're going to love her. So what is your favorite movie genre? Uh,
1: good question. Um, comedy, romance, horror, action, sci-fi, period? I have to think about that for a minute. I think it's a combination. I love a good comedy, but I also love a good romance story. Romantic comedies? Yeah, I guess a romantic comedy. Okay. Oh, I will, say,
0: I will say one thing that I'm finding is that most of my fashion-oriented guests in the question of best sex meal or sleep do pick sex.
1: Really? Yeah. Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. Mm-hmm. So, okay,
0: <laughs> the food, do you prefer sweet or salty?
1: Oh, you, you're really killing me here. Uh um. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sweet girl and I'm a salty girl. Is, is anyone allowed to ever give you an answer 50-50? Is that acceptable? Like, like you like chocolate-covered pretzels? Love.
0: Love.
1: <laughs> chocolate-covered pretzels. If you come to my office, you'll see chocolate-covered pretzels, chocolate. Well, not anymore cause, since I started with Lauren, but you would have been the past. <laughs> <been> cho- <laughs> chocolate-covered potato chips, yeah, I chocolate. Can- Chocolate-covered so popcorn, that's,
0: that's my thing. That's awesome. So, okay, so you see I work from home, so it's a little bit, it's a little bit interesting with having, like, the, the timeouts with work because a lot of people, they, they see their timeout being tied up with going to work. But my kids have learned that when mommy is working, I'm working. I mean, obviously, I take my breaks, and they come and pull me out. And you know, if they were here right now, they'd be jumping up and down in, in my in where I'm doing the show and wanting to be on it. But, um, but it, it's it's a totally different different environment, like working working from home. But yeah, I'll definitely pop up for your office for a snack.
1: Except that I'll have and celery sticks and apple cut up, but. Yeah.
0: So lame. All right, be, be, bring your own chocolate. Got it. Yeah. Um,
1: so, what
0: do you consider your most beautiful feature?
1: Um, I think my smile, um, and I think that my most beautiful my most beautiful feature. That's a good question. Um, should it, is it is it from the inside out or is it from the outside in? You tell, you tell me. Beautiful feature? I don't know. I think my most most beautiful feature is that I truly love life um, and I try to enjoy each and every day because we're so fortunate to be here and I really just for such a short period of time. And um, I think that I'm a people person. I really, for the most part, really like people. And I think that my best feature is trying to make other people. enjoy life and see the best that they have to offer. So I think, I think that's my answer. Okay,
0: and in mobilizing the, uh, the Mommalicious monsters. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that in. absolutely. And last question, what is the best advice your mama gave you? It's hard the one.
1: best advice my mama ever gave me was, mm. she's given me so much good advice, honestly, over the years. Um, just to be yourself and, you know, shoot for the stars and um, just, you know, I'm a Pisces, I'm a dreamer. So, um, you know, I think that she is. just always, you know, used to say to me, you know, I know that you have big dreams, um, you know, go for them, you know, just just concentrate on what you're doing in school and, you know, get good grades and go to college and, and things will happen just you know i think she you know her her best advice was just go for it and um that's what i'm doing and I'm just trying to you know my, i want my my kids come first i want them to be happy and healthy and um everything else hopefully will fall into place but i guess her best advice was you know take the ball it and run with it and go for it and um your dreams will become a reality so thanks mom
0: you're more, yeah, thank you, Mama. Thank you, Mama, for, for creating, you, Mama. helping create such a, a lovely, gorgeous, um, strong advocate for, for women. Um, thank you to your Mama. I'll tell you
1: something really quickly and funny. You have to Facebook friend my mom. Her name—her name her nickname is Nanadol, but her name's Karen Kreitzer. Um, you will you will you find her and friend her. You'll love her. you she, she I have so—I mean, so much of me is her personality, and she's given me so much. You know, as far as her—well, we—we have to talk about her on another show. But um, yeah. Well, well,
0: I'll have you—I'll have you back, and we'll do you, your mom, and me and my mom. I love and, it. Uh, well, that
1: I would can't be really wait. Fun. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today. Oh, my God, Liz,
0: thank you so much for coming on. And everyone, again, like you can see why my list, is just the total uber mom and why you should go right now to check out DivaLicious Moms at www.divamoms.com. Liz, thank you so much. Have such an amazing summer. You're doing such wonderful work. For moms, for your own family, and I'm just, I'm really, really just honored and thankful that that you, that you joined us today.
1: Oh, you're, thank you, thank you, thank you! And back to you, and have a wonderful summer. And I think what you're doing is absolutely amazing and inspiring and empowering. And keep up the amazing work. And you're you're wonderful. You're amazing, and you also are an inspiration to so many moms out there. So just keep doing what you're doing because then you're gonna have your own brand, and you're gonna have your own product line, and I see it all for you. I see. So just keep on doing what you're doing because you're doing a great yeah. job.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna call you to take some more notes and brainstorm. But but thank you again so Done. so we much. We're
1: gonna go for lunch or coffee. We're gonna take Absolutely. our mommy time out. Okay. Absolutely. Well, thank you. I love it. Thank you
0: so much, Liz, for joining us. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Now we're going to go back to our day jobs. Again, if you want the transcript, which is a new feature, and, and Liz, you can drop off anytime. I'm just going to close up and do my little housekeeping here. Okay. But thank All right. you. I Actually, I'm
1: sorry, it. guys. i got to run back to work. But thank you, thank you, you thank you. Your thank you so okay. much, Liz. Bye, See you on Facebook. Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: <laughs> so um, so that was Liz and she's just amazing and yeah I, I really do feel like we we tapped into some really good stuff at the end and and, I'm, and, I, and that always happens to me but if you want your new transcripts of today's show you can go or hear any of the other archives of past Mama's Pearl shows you can go to the archives at blogtalkradio.com www.blogtalkradio.com slash mamaspearls you can email myself at Cynthia at MamasPearls.com or Melissa at which is Melissa at com. You can follow us on Twitter, which is at Cintweet, CynTweet, C Y N T W E E T. The blog Mamas Pearls and M Gems can be found at www.MamasPearls.com. And again, this is this is Cynthia of Mamas Pearls, reminding you to enjoy your children and your family, say I love you, remember to take your time out. You absolutely 100% have our, have our permission to take your, take your time out, and if not, just call Liz. See you all next week, everyone.